Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Bigarito. This is Don Strzok. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Dr. Zamp. 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician, Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zant as we uh, recap uh, another uh, debilitating week for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, they slip now to 1-5, and, five, and uh, it gets even worse than that as they lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars in London, 23-20. to 20. Um, so, so many things to talk about. As this is, uh, I, I said earlier in, in the week or last week, this was the pivotal game. Um, going to Tampa, you know, you, you expected that loss. You kind of hoped that they would play with a little urgency, you know, compete. They totally did not. So be it. You go to Jacksonville. Um, this was the key game because. The schedule, not to say that the schedule, you know, it, it gets much, much harder. Um, it does get harder, but, uh, you know, it just, they've lost games that they shouldn't have lost already, and it does get a lot more competitive, but more so than that, um, just falling behind this much, you can just see the season that's about to come. So they fall to one and five and they fall to one and five to a team that was Oh, for 20. It was the second longest streak in the Super Bowl era. So they get their first win now in 21 games. You can of course count on the Miami dolphins to deliver that. Um, you know, there, there's so many things falling apart with this team, as you know, we've talked about. Uh, I'll, I'll give you the rundown of stats, uh, as I always do. Um, but when you have games like this, uh, you know, you just shake your head with each one of them. But Tua goes 33 for 47, 329 yards, two interception, uh, two touchdowns, rather, and one interception, which on the surface, when you look at that, you know, seems like a very productive day. Uh, the one interception was a pretty bad one, um, which we'll talk about. So, um, you know, that, that absolutely has to be factored in. But numbers-wise there, you know, uh, very respectable. Um, Trevor Lawrence on the other side that goes 25 for 41 with 319, one touchdown, no interceptions. So very, very stackable to each other. If you looked at it without knowing what the interception was, you, you may even give the nod to Tua as far as stat line goes. Um, Malcolm Brown was our leading rusher, but before you start getting too excited that Malcolm Brown may be uh, coming around, it was five rushes for 24 yards that led that parade. Um, Tua, should note, also had uh, three rushes for 22 yards, so was this close to being the leading rusher? Gusecki was your leading receiver, eight catches for 115 yards. Waddle, 10 for 70 with two touchdowns of note. And I'll also point out that Matt Collins had his best game, four for 61. So, um, you know, he was pretty productive there. And if you want to know the leading people on the other side, James Robinson uh, was 17 for 73 yards and one touchdown as the leading rusher for the Jaguars. And Marvin Jones, their leading receiver, went over 100, seven catches for 100 yards and one touchdown. So in a nutshell, that's your stat line. But, boy, was there so much more to talk about uh, in this game. So, um, you know, there's a, a lot of different narratives that are being pointed out here, um, Rich, you know, I don't know where to begin with this because there's just so many things. So I guess we start with the actual game itself, 
which, uh, you know, seemed to have so many mistakes throughout it. But before we even get into that, Rich, I want to point out that going into the game, how many players all of a sudden were not able to play? I mean, you had Xavier Howard at the beginning of the week, Preston Wilson, right? I mean, the the, the list just goes on and on. Devontae Parker. Parker. And, you know, I have to ask you. And Jones. And I have to ask you, um, you know, you you can't tell me that the fact that they have to travel halfway across the world to play this game. I'm not saying what everybody, but, you know, what is is Xavier Howard saying there? I mean, he had a horrible performance against uh, Brown. Is he saying, you know, I don't want to take this trip because obviously if you're not hurting, you know, you you don't have to take it. I mean, it just... I think some of that may factor in here. I don't know. I'd be done with this guy right now. I got to be honest with you. He's too much trouble. I don't care how good he is. We could be one and five without him. You know. I'm done with Howard. You know. No, well, actually, you can't. You'd be zero and six without him. Because he did strip that fumble to get your only victory. But that's neither here nor here. I certainly know what you're saying, though. But you know what I mean. You know, it's like it's a joke. Sure do. He's too much of a prima donna. You know. And, and, you know, we spent all this money on Jones, too. I mean, <laughs> we, we don't have either one of them for this game. It's unbelievable. And, yeah, good job, Chris Greer, by drafting this Iggy guy. Man, what a great draft pick that was. Oh, my goodness. I mean, where do you even come up with guys like this, you know? I mean, the guy's terrible. He was inactive for four straight games, Pat, number one pick. Yeah. First round pick. I mean, that's embarrassing. Which, quite honestly, Rich, I have to tell you, I have to tell you, I, I don't really understand. Um, I mean, I've seen the guy play, right? And he's obviously he, he he's very lacking in, in, in the coverage department. There's no doubt he's not playing good football. I'm not saying that. But I have to say, I don't really see the, the huge drop-off between him and coverage and these other guys who are getting burned every week. I mean, this secondary has been terrible. Terrible. Oh, it's awful. Oh, it's bad. It's definitely bad. The whole defense, the linebacker course stinks too. That's the other thing. I don't know where to start. I, mean, I think we have like, if you if you get this whole defense, you look at it. I don't know how they were sixth in the league last year, you know, because it's basically the same personnel, you know, minus Van Noy and like three other guys, you know. But I, I tell you something, I would keep like two of them and scrap the other nine, the starters. They all stink. It's the, it's like yeah. they never can get off the field. It's unbelievable. Everything's. A, there's five first downs in every drive. Yeah. It's, it's really uh, it, tough it, to watch. It's very tough to watch. It's very aggravating when you, to when watch. You stop, when you need a stop, you can't get one. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, but, it's a big mess. Now, you know, the narrative, obviously, you know, coming out is exactly what they want as far as Tua. But, Rich, you know as well as I do, Tua Tagliavoa is not the problem. He's just not the problem here. I mean, if anything, he was out for those games. Maybe you win maybe you win one or two of the games that he was out. But, I mean, you've seen him play. You see the – I mean, listen, I'm not saying that he's going to be the, the franchise quarterback, the, you know, exceptionaire that you need. I'm not saying that, but I will tell you right now, he is not the problem with this team. And I feel very bad for this kid. who He played very well. I mean, he played very well. He made the one mistake. He's been making the one bad mistake, the interception, each game. But they didn't score you know, on that. Do you know that? They didn't. No, they didn't they, score off They didn't of score on that. They, so they didn't score off anything. It. Played probably one of his best games yesterday. He did. He played very well. You know? Yeah, yeah. There was, I, I didn't have a problem with him at all. You know, and think about it. You still have, you know, two of your top receivers out. I mean, Hollins should be playing a lot more. You know, Hollins should have that third spot in the rotation now. It should be Devontae Waddle on him. You know, I think he's, he's done enough to, you know, Albert Wilson should be gone. I don't want to see him anymore with his two little catches and is doing a dance. He has no speed anymore, no breakaway speed at all. He's finished. I mean, just keep the contract and let him go. Yeah, you say this, Rich, but we have no receivers, though. You have two receivers out, maybe three receivers out each week. So your depth chart is down to the bottom again. 
And I, I agree. I, I mean, you, you've, you've been hard on Hollins all year. But the bottom line is, the guy can play. He can, he play. can play. He can play. I mean, he's, yep. his size is excellent, and the guy can play. I, I never had a problem with him. And I don't think you've ever had a problem with his play either. It is a little ridiculous, no. though, that this organization names him a captain, and the guy's not on the field for four weeks. But the guy can that's, play, that's and he should be in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. And he should be in the lineup. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. There's there's no doubt about that. He should be in the lineup. Um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, the one thing that, that's just stark to me when I look at this team, you know, and I see the problem, uh, it, it just looks like they are just so programmed. I mean, the offense, that, that first drive, you know, fantastic. You know, you went down and, and, and they scored. But the bottom line is, you can't take 16 plays to score. You just can't. It's not going to work been, against good teams, and you're not going to do it consistently. It, they've been doing this for a decade. You know, that's they never can get, have a quick score. Remember the, the knock on Marino is he scored too fast and didn't give him the defensive chance <laughs> on the rest? Remember that? I yeah. think that was the exact second. You know? Yeah. yeah. You, you yeah. Don't blame I know. Him for scoring too quick. <laughs> I, I know. It's so true. It's so true. And, uh, and they, they blame him for for games that you lose. The 51-45, yeah. that was his fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, defense his was fault. too tired. He scored too quick. He scored yeah, too much. Uh, uh, but, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, Hey, listen, there's fast, and then there's this. I mean, there's got to be a gray area. And a lot of that comes down to you can't rush the ball for 24 yards or 50 yards, whatever the whole team rushed for. I mean, you just can't. Yeah, You have to have some semblance of a running yeah, game. We, but The only good running back we have is we have one good running back, and they don't play him. <laughs> All that's right. true. Hey. Why in God's name is the other two on the field? I can't tell you. I don't get it. I don't even understand. Gaskin is the only good running back we have. This Malcolm Brown, Iggy, Ross, the two offensive coordinators, they all should have been left in England. They should have moved there. Well, you know, there's one thing I want to bring up here because I heard it today. I heard somebody say it. Um, one of the, the, the things I was looking at, and they were talking about Chris Greer and his job being on the line, and it reminded me of actually what you said a, year, a couple years ago, that you're rebuilding, you're starting over and you're rebuilding with the yeah. same person who's been there forever. Yeah. You can't do that. You, you can't clean no. the slate but leave, but leave the outlines and everything there. I mean, that's what you we did. That's what Ross did. Yeah. It, it, yeah, you know, know. we both know the only reason Tannenbaum left was because the the sentiment changed, or he would have never let him go. And 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 uh, we're going in there, the, the the you know the the philosophy and everything. I mean, people will come down on him. Some people defend him. Uh, I really can't defend these picks because I, they've had so many first round picks in the last few years. I mean, some of them. I think there is talent there, but. When you look at what they've done, I mean, Dallas formed a dynasty with less picks than that. People talk about the Herschel Walker picks. I mean, you've had that. Yeah. You've had yeah. that. You really have. I mean, when well, you go you down. Have... Did, did you watch T.J. Watt play yesterday? Remember we didn't. Well, well, well we you've got to give that one to me because I was a, I was a madman wanting to draft him. I was flipping out that they didn't pick him. And I was saying it four rounds before. If this guy's sitting there, you have to. He's a Watt member of the family. You know the work ethic's going to be there. You know this kid is going to be a monster. And now I've got to watch him win football games by stripping balls. I mean, I, I, I know how good this guy is. He's got the most turnovers in the league since he's come in. I mean, that's a monumental mistake. Rich, if I look back, right, if I go just to – let's just go to 2017, okay? Or actually, we're going to 2016. We're five years ago, okay? Five years we're going to go, right? You got Tunzel. These are just your first-round picks. You got Tunzel, Charles Harris, Minka Fitzpatrick, Christian Wilkins. You got Tua, Austin Jackson, Noah Ibi Gagane, Waddle, and Jalen Phillips. I mean, that's a lot of first picks for five years. 
first first yeah, round and, picks and, it, and it's that, like a forty five percent success rate. That that should have equaled a lot more than you got out of there. And Absolutely. I keep saying it's great, you know, listen, whether you like them or not, you cannot argue the talent of, of Laramie Tunzel and you cannot argue the talent of Minka Fitzpatrick. You just can't. Minka Fitzpatrick starts for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's the mainstay there. I understand the problems that you had. That's not what I'm saying. And I'm not saying you had to keep him. But what I'm saying is you drafted and you hit. And what you did with those trade picks really does not seem like it's going to balance out to anything in your favor. It doesn't. You may be able to get a couple of good guys. Waddle obviously is going to be good. You don't have a. Don't forget, you don't have a first round pick next year. You gave that away in that whole Forty Nine er thing. Remember that? No, we have a first round pick next year. We don't have two. No, we don't have two. You don't have the, next yeah. year. We have, right. we have our own. You don't have the, yeah. You don't have the other one. So you don't no, have, have that one. anymore because you gave that away we don't now. Have two. Yes. Yeah, we have two. So when college. you look at this, what's that? Yeah. So when you look at the trade, yeah. I, I don't know. I can't. I can't keep track of of how many you know they have. We have left. one next year, two the following year. I'm telling you that. One one is ours own. though. Yeah, I know. One is we ours. Our own. Right. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Yep. There's one extra one the year following. 2023. Yes. You'll have two. Two. Yes. But didn't you had one from Frisco next year that you gave away now, right? Yeah, I think we, we yeah, we did something where we got we we gave it up for the, the following year's pick or something like that. Right. It was some kind of weird weird trade. I, I just think that when you when it all settles, um you know uh, you just really didn't pull off the coup with the picks that you took. And, and getting well, back to why I'm bringing this up, they it had, all they falls on Greer. They had the opportunities. They're idiots. Right. I mean, you know, right. you could have solved the running back issue twice. You, you had extra picks two years in a row. And not only didn't you take the running back, but you took two dogs instead. You know, the Iggy and this Phillips. Okay. You could have had Najee Harris this year. The year before that, you could have had the, the kid Edwards from uh, that the Kansas City Chiefs got. You know? But no, they don't do anything, and and you got you got crap in return. He's out for the year, by the way. You don't think Najee Harris would have got the one yard yesterday? Come on, please. Not even close. Yeah, it just uh, it, it just know. seems like they, they they really have not done well uh, as far as I'm concerned in these picks, and then it falls yeah, on Greer. Terrible. I mean, it has to fall on Greer. Yeah, yeah of um, course it does. But you know, you know what's but if they don't fire the people above him, it's not going to change. You know what I'm saying? It's not all Greer. Greer doesn't have 100%. No, no, no. I'm not saying, it's all, saying, it's, all yeah. saying it's all Greer. I'm not saying it's all Greer. And listen, i got to be honest with you. I'm going to go one step further, okay? And I think it's Flores because I think Flores was the one who was instrumental in these picks. You heard that right. Yeah. I think that Flores overrode Greer, or at the very least, they're on the same page. But I think he overrode him. That's why when he comes out and says he wanted Herbert and over to, I don't believe that for a half a second. I don't believe that for a half a second. Because if he did, that's who he'd have. This man has had complete control of his team since he took the head coaching job. He's had more control than any head coach in recent years has had. So all these picks, and I went last week and I showed you all the Alabama, all the, the uh, Belichick, Saban connections that he, they're all his. So this yep. roster, for good or bad, completely, completely reeks of him. So I think that, if anything, Greer made the mistake of giving him the power that he did in these picks. And some of them are going to be good, but... You know, I mean, there's talent. I'm not saying there's not talent on this roster, but this this is falling apart, and it's falling apart very quickly, very quickly. Let's take a quick break, uh, and we'll come on back and, and discuss so many things that went wrong on Sunday. When the autumn mist is drawing near, and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. 
So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. This is Paul Warfield, and you are listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Catello. Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant coming at you. And we'll bring you up to the Monday Night Football game, which tonight has uh, a lot of uh, AFC ramifications. It's a good game. It's uh, Buffalo Bills at the Titans, so it'll be interesting to see how this goes and, and how good the Bills really are. Um, there were some really good uh, football games this week. And just a reminder, you can catch us on iTunes, just go right to the iTunes store and you can subscribe and get us uh, right onto your phone each week delivered as well as back episodes and send us any questions or comments to Pacatello Show at Yahoo.com. So Rich, um this game had a lot of <laughs> a lot of plays and a lot of subtitles. But before I get started, I have to say, you just, you're, I hear you in my sleep now, and I just can't get the picture of Ross with these binoculars out of my head. Oh, is that the worst? I, I mean, mean you know, come, come on. on. Look at the monitor, Ross, please. I mean, what, what are you watching, Seabiscuit <laughs> against Man of War? I mean, come I just, on. What a look. What a look for a team that's heading in the direction they are. What a look. Like, what What are you looking at? There were opera classes, too. What are you looking yeah, at with yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know. Yeah, I know. Like, you can't tell me you can't see him getting off the plane with the with the big, long, uh, you know, wool coat on <laughs> with the opera glasses and the whole look. I mean, come on. Well, welcome right, to jolly old England. Yeah, you have yeah. a stick attached to it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I, I see that, and I just, I, that just sums it up, right? Doesn't that just sum up everything? I mean, come on. <laughs> this guy has such, such a proud franchise and run it into the ground, you know? I, I You know, I hope you're proud of yourself, Russ. You did a great job. You know, because that's what you're going to be remembered for. Not, not any of your buildings in New York. Nobody cares that you built Columbus Circle. That's what they're going to remember, how you ran this NFL team into the ground. You, you made the you made the freaking Miami Dolphins the New York Jets. <laughs> now, um, as far as the the, the game itself, let's let's go over some key areas. Now, I thought that coaching wise, there was there was a few major mistakes. Um, first, let's go to the challenges. Okay, I well, I, I I'm so you know listen in a game, there's there's only so many things you know you have control. And I thought there was a couple major mistakes by Flores and the coaching staff. I thought that the the reviews, uh, first the the review that Gaskin won seemed like such a waste to me. I mean, it did. It just seemed like such a waste. Like you knew that wasn't getting reversed. They were I just never going to overturn was, it. And I, never, I still think it was a catch, but they were never going to overturn it. 
yeah, I just was. I, I, I don't know. I seen a the ball there. They, they were. That was not happening. I just don't see that ever yeah. happening. I think not that was a bad one. And I understand. I certainly understand. You have to review the 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 kick because I, I mean, listen. I think that I think that he did touch it, but you're not going to get that call. But I'm not going to blame him. I'm not going to blame him for challenging that because it's the too it's too shot, important. The first six shots of that though, right? It didn't look like it did. But then that last one, it looks like it touched his finger, right? Right, right. But the bottom line is, you're not getting that reversal. You're just not. But the risk reward is so high. I mean, it's so high. It's a yeah. game changer. It's a touchdown. So I don't blame him at all for going for that. I mean, you, you give that a shot. But I'm also not surprised in the least that it wasn't overturned. You're just not going to get that. There just wasn't enough to overturn that. And if it was the other way around and they did, I'd be like a madman. So, yeah. you know, that is what it is, okay? Um, huge mistake at the end of the game by calling – uh, the, uh, the timeout, because uh, you just basically gave the Jacksonville Jaguars complete control of that last drive on that third down, that long third down play. Because what well, they it was did, down, was it? well, eventually, was it a fourth down but, and they got a first down, right? With, with right. They got well, a first down with that pass. It was fourth down, so they should have just let it go. They could have just ran out the clock and been done with it. They wouldn't have done that. Because what they did. By doing yeah. it the way that they did it, was they completely yep. put the control of the clock mm-hmm. into Jacksonville's hands, and of course they did. That's that's a huge mistake. Okay, that was terrible. just a huge mistake. And, and, and you know, the, other, the other thing is, I mean, you really don't touch. You touch the guy with a second left on the clock. Well, what are you touching for? Okay, well, if you're going to jump ahead to the, the, the most important p- play of the game. A um, couple things well, to factor in. A couple things to factor in here. All right, first off, whether you want to believe it or not, one of the greatest offensive play calls by Brian Schottenheimer, believe it or not, did you know he was there? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I, I, re- I knew, forgot, saw him yesterday and remembered. How about that, you know? One of the greatest play calls, I mean, in the last 25 years, and people want to give Irvin Meyer credit for it, this is all Schottenheimer. And calling that in that situation, just genius. But that being said, you do need a perfect storm. And the perfect storm has to be a quick clock, right, or a slow clock in this case, right? Slow clock. And, and, And you need to have a player touch him. And that's where Brandon Jones comes in. I mean, you hate to point yeah. it out, but listen, you know, Flores, you're a defensive guy. I, I, I mean, defense. You need to tell. You need to tell them that anything over the middle, you you gotta let this clock run out. I mean, there was five seconds. You run that play. Most of the time, it's not going to be one second left. But sure enough, him touching him there. Was game over, game over, <laughs> and, 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 and you're right. I mean, second left on the clock either. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I'm saying. You need right. you need the perfect it. storm. You need a slow yeah. clock oh, no. like that. You need the perfect. You need the perfect ref to to not you no. know blow the whistle. That that was there yeah. was no chance that was a second left. You watch it a million times. There's no way there was any time left. You don't have enough time what? for that. You know, that, that's ridiculous. Are you going to tell I don't me know if I see them and they called timeout and they gave it to them immediately? Come on. Yeah. You know? No, well, well, let me but let me explain. It, 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 it was run so well that this is the way it works. Schottenheimer calls the play, and then he tells Urban Meyer, and Urban Meyer goes to the ref and says, listen, we're running a play here. And right after it's over, I'm calling a timeout. So he's he's alerting the official, or or I think now the rules say that only he can do that, right? So it had to be him or Lawrence. Right. Yeah, it had to be one of the two. So either Lawrence was told, right. you know, to do that, which reminds me of Don Scott because he's the only one smart enough to know that back then, right? And then sure. you know, so somebody's telling Lawrence. I think it's Schottenheimer. So Schottenheimer's either telling Lawrence, "Listen, you're going to run this play, but before you do, you're going to tell the referee I'm calling a timeout immediately after this play. Stay with me." Or it's the opposite way, and, and, and Urban Meyer is doing that from the sidelines. So if you if you right. take care of that, 
you're saving yourself the two, three seconds that you think are impossible. So just keep that in mind, Rich. And now you have referees waiting for that, to execute that for you. So all you really need to do is have him touch that player with, you know, a second left on the clock. And now it becomes more possible to do what you've seen. And again, it falls back. And, and was I looking for that? No, I wasn't. I was looking for a possible quick out, though. I will say that. So if, if I'm looking for a quick out, you have to believe. I mean, a defensive coordinator, head coach, you know, weren't they originally, you kind of have to tell them Weren't they originally going to well, I mean, I think that uh, I think that they kind of were looking to maybe kick a long, long field goal before that, which would have been like a ridiculously long field goal, maybe a punt, and then they decided yeah. to go. Uh, what, what was it? Sixty what? Sixty-two. It would have been. Sixty-two. So I think that they remember they kind of were thinking about that. Then they were thinking yeah. about. You know the the hail mary and 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 maybe they were thinking about punting or something or or a fake punt. Who the heck knows? But um, but then ultimately, you know, you have to let your team know. <laughs> you got anything over the middle? Surround them. Wait till the clock's done. You know, I mean, I mean, it's a you know, tricky you know, situation. You know, you know what's really a shame though, Pat. I understand the coach should let them know that, right? But the players yeah. should know that too. It's not to a degree. If that happened to I the think, Peewees, if I was going to the Peewee team and they did that, my head would explode. You know, it's like you have to you have to have some sense of what's going on with this game. You know, I, these guys, it's unbelievable how stupid they are. It's unbelievable. Well, and we said in, it immediately. In, it's like, what are you touching them for? It's like unbelievable. They don't know that. I, I flip at it when they tackle them too quick with, with the end of the game going on, you know? Like, just... Grab them, but don't bring them down. Kill more time. You know, lay on top of them. I don't understand. Right, but but but, 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 but let me. Okay, but but here's the thing, though, and this is what I think you're you're not realizing, and a lot of other people aren't realizing. And I'm not saying this is the case, Rich, but on that play, I think wasn't it like it was it was what it was fourth and eight. Fourth and nine, I think. Yeah. Okay, and he, he I think it was fourth and eight, and I think he got nine. So I think they thought he was short. I think they didn't have any presence of where he was. So I think they thought he was short. Or at least I think Jones thought he was short. And therefore, if he's short, you touch him, that's it. So I, I, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt in that. It wasn't, it's, not as, it's not as simplistic as you're saying. That's why i got to put it back on coaches. Because, you know, there's so many factors there. I mean, if he is short of that... The game goes into overtime if you touch sure. him. If you don't touch him, if you don't touch him and he rolls another yard, you know, it, it, then he's got the first. And I understand you're talking about a second here. So, but it, it's not as clear cut. It's a tough situation for a kid but there's no to be in left. there. They go to overtime either way. They go to overtime if the clock there. runs out. Well, it yeah, matters if they like, touch him. Yeah, but it, it, you're talking about a second. I understand that. So, so if he's short, but if he's short, it's a different situation, right? If he's short of the goal, well, of well, the first down. Anyway, it's still going to run out. Well, because you know that there's a second there as opposed to two seconds. What's the difference? You know? Well, if he yeah, reaches you, out, if he reaches yeah, out. Yeah, but the, it's going to be, if he reaches out, if he was short and he reached right. out, that would have been the second gun it would have been over with. You know what I mean? Don't touch them. They yeah. can't do. They can't run another play for. It's not college. You're not going to stop the clock for it. Right. It's over with. Right. You're going overtime, so you should yeah. never touch them there. Yeah. No, I, I understand. I'm just trying to tell you, like, from a perspective, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's not as clear cut. It's a little little more difficult for a player who's trying to hold them short of a first down. And I understand the clock's going to run out. Uh, I got you. He should not touch them. But, you know, that, so I think that that's what a player on defense is thinking naturally. And without somebody inputting that, you it know, only that's when it's going to happen to our team. Only. You realize that? Only. What I say to you, I said, I, I really yeah. thought I'd seen everything. And, and boy, I'm wrong they, again. They, they, could, they could find a way to lose anything. It's unbelievable. Anything. You know? Yeah. 
it really is. It's, it's amazing the way that they find ways to lose. I yeah. mean, this was a new one. I've never seen this before, yeah. ever. Ever. It's disgusting. <laughs> My whole life, I've never seen it. I mean, where everybody's oh, looking is, at... But, hey, remember, remember three years ago when, when he ripped the whole team apart and we had to go through that horrible season because, you know, this was never going to happen again? What happened to that, Russ? Well, I was going to say, I've never keeps seen it in my mind. I've never seen a that, season over by October 15th before. With that deep voice, we're, we're building something special. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah something special, all right, yeah. yeah. Something special, all right. A pile of crap. A pile of I forgot crap. Who, I forgot who it was that came. And he was, hey, we're building something special. <laughs> they want to come, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's special, all right. <laughs> I mean, it's really, it's so unfair for all the Dolphin fans out there. It's really yeah. not fair. You know, yeah. this 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 mutt has to sell this team. You get the hell out of here already. You're not from <laughs> Miami. Go away. You know, sell the team. God Almighty. I mean, you see that dork that was next to him at the game too, with that 1920s haircut. What the hell is that? I mean, uh, that's your henchman. You know? Oh my goodness. It looked like Poindexter. I didn't see it. I've seen Garfield. This is what's running our football team. It really is. It is the blind leading the blind. It's pretty bad. And I told you it's going to get worse now because when you look at what's coming, um, oh. it's just, you know, you're at one and five right now. And you the have the Falcons. You, you have done. the Falcons who's. who's a, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now it's just a matter of. It's a matter yeah. of how, how ugly this is going to get. Yeah, it's gonna and be it's going it to get bad. Yeah. It's going to get oh, bad. Yeah. And I said to you, Rich, don't underestimate what it would take to make a change. Because I don't see him making a coaching change unless, I, I mean, I think well, that. I've got to be honest with you. Pat, three wins. I don't even care. i got to be honest with what I'm saying right now. Bring back mm-hmm. Graham. If, you're, if Ross is still there, bring them all back. Because what's the difference? It's the, you're going to have this guy make another decision who the coach is going to be? I mean, give me a break. Is right. Oregon Bobby Valentine next? Yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. I hear what you're you know? saying with that. I mean, when you have the yeah, when they're making the decisions and the same people are doing this, and and listen, yeah, it's so, so obvious. We're the same type of guy. It's it's, it's so obvious when your agenda, when your agenda yeah. is just to run this as a business to suck every penny out and every avenue that you can, and then you yeah. pretend well, football's first. Every time you have to say that. It means you're doing the opposite. And Garfunkel has to come on to say it. I mean, come on. You're saying it because it's so plainly obvious that you're not doing it. With your celebrity owners, your nightclubs, your teams playing there, you're building this for soccer. You've sucked every penny out of every viable avenue that you can at the expense of the football team. Right down to making them travel uh, across the world every year Numerous so that times. you can get yeah, yourself a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's just the list goes on the stadium to get to get more Super Bowls. You know, you move the the training facility so you can get the World Cup at your stadium. There's, yeah. there's, you know, there's, there's nothing is for the Dolphins, and they no. say it is. There's always an agenda behind it. Always. It's always an agenda. It's always a hidden agenda. Yeah. You pretend yep. it is, but the bottom line is yeah. everything you do really uh, is not for the Dolphins. It's completely contrary to that. And when you don't put them first and you have these other agendas ahead of that, the team's going to suffer, and it has. And it will continue to. And there's no doubt about it. And, you know, this is something this, this that's guy, been going on so long. Far the worst owner. He's the worst owner in our history. He's absolutely destroyed this franchise's pride. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. No doubt. All right, right back after this. When ordering food, you find out what she wants, then order for the both of you. It's a classy move. Now, the lady will have the linguine and white clam sauce and a Coke with no ice. Hey, this is Robert Romanis, Mike DeMond from Fast Times of Richmond High. I like to chat, but I'm really kind of busy listening to the Pat Catello show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. 
he recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Life is moving in stereo. Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and I am joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as we come to the final stretch here. And uh, it was an interesting week of football, this, to, for sure, to say the least. Um, and there's a little nugget in my mind of, of, of good news for Dolphin fans if you want to look at it that way. Um, I thought there was a very pivotal game. There were some great games last night and yesterday. Um, but one very pivotal game in my eyes was the New England Patriots taking on the Cowboys. Because if you look at that Patriot team, they were 2-3 and three going into that game, Rich. And you win that game, you get to 500, and that would be the Mac Jones era has begun. That would have been his best game, his comeback win. Now you're at 500, and that team may have taken a big jump. Losing that game now, they dropped to two and four, and that's a lot different. Two and four is a lot different than three and three. Now I'm not saying they're not going to get things on track and, and dig out of that, but believe me, that changes everything. And, and for anybody looking at whether Bill Belichick's going to be able to to turn this thing and, you know, obviously, you know, his, his, his win percentage and everything. It's a big thing. It's a, you know, you got Shula's record. I mean, it's, it's just a big thing as to how long he's going to be there. The sun, it's a new narrative that they're starting. I thought this was a huge loss for them. I really did. Yeah. Matt Charles played pretty good though. You know? Yeah. They didn't lose because well, of him. I mean, he threw that. He threw that. No, no, you misunderstood. No, you misunderstood no, everything I just said, if you think, think of that. I'm not talking about no, that. No, I you just said, said the Mac Jones if, era, if they won the Mac Jones era, which started, I, I, yeah. Yeah, he played very well. You know, I don't think that really has he, anything to do with him. That's my point. Well, it does, though. It does, because they didn't get the victory. So now that locker yeah, room and that press and everything, they're not joyous there. That's a complete turnaround. They're, they're looking yeah. at two and four. They're two and four right now. There's nobody complimenting like how great this was, you know. I mean, he, I mean, he, he did play well. He had, you know, the, the 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 deep ball and stuff like that seemed to still be a problem for him. Um, but either way, I'm not really critiquing his game. I'm saying if they won that game, I think that would have really changed everything up there for him and for that team. I think this was a big step backwards losing that game. Because you know, it's just it's, it, you're at a crucial you're at a crucial point there. I mean, they're, they're, you know, they got to win two more games just to get to 500 now. Yep, you know, that's a big thing. They're not catching you know? Buffalo anyhow. They're not catching oh, Buffalo no. anyway. No, you know, they probably no, they're not. have second ones locked up. What's that? Yeah, yeah. They pretty much have second absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, but then if you you know if you're looking at well, second place where in our division you mean? Okay, but but what does that do for you? 
Like, hey, let, let's, 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 let's ride no, this I'm out saying, a little I'm bit. Saying, I'm not saying it does anything. I'm not saying let's that. Say the Buffalo Bills, let's say the Buffalo Bills, just for argument's sake, let's say they go 13-4, and four, okay? Mm-hmm. And let's yep. say that the Jets, the Jets go 3-14, and 14, okay? And let's say the Dolphins go uh, uh, four, you know, and, 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 and thirteen or whatever. Uh, okay. Yeah. So now I'm going to give the Patriots. Let's say they go seven and ten, eight and nine. I mean, does, does that do anything? I don't think so. No. No. Doesn't. I mean, I, I think the only thing that would do something is 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 if you know being in contention for a playoffs, wild card, maybe. Right. You know, and who knows where they'll finish. I'm just saying this was a big loss. They can recover from it. I'm not saying they can't, but that was a pivotal spot for them. The pivotal spot. I think they could have really got on a run there. I don't know their schedule, but they got to three and three. They could have got on a run. You know, three and three can become five and three real quick. Sure. I understand. Two and you know, know two and saying. four, you gotta dig your way just yeah. to get to five hundred. So that that's all I'm saying there, you know. I mean, that is what it is. Also, you know, you yelled at me, and, and the Cardinals are still winning. So, you're right. They're 6-0 and right now. So, we're not hey. quite there yet. But, yeah, I know. I know. It's your fault. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it is. Now we'll see how long i got to pay the price. <laughs> I thought we got a real easy one this year, and, and uh, apparently it's going to last a little bit more. And they're playing really good football, too. They're playing they really good, good football. G.G. Watt looks rejuvenated, too. You see that? Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. That, that whole that whole team is, is playing well. He's better than anything we have, that's for sure. Yeah, Murray's playing Let fantastic. This this Jalen Phillips, I'm done with this guy already. Too. I mean, this yeah. kid stinks. Give me a break with this guy. What'd you see? What'd you see? How about when he faked the blitz and he like went into coverage and still got burned? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh God! Boy. Just go home. Go back to the rap career. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, these are you know these are the picks that ultimately are gonna decide things, right? I mean, would you ever in a million years would you ever waste the first round pick on somebody who quit football in college and take on a rap career and then came back for one year and eight eight sacks? I mean, would that be the guy? <laughs> no, nah, you know I wouldn't address that. If that's him. not a red flag, what is? Hey, who's evaluating this stuff? I mean, obviously the yeah. guy doesn't care. You quit in college, and then you get another chance, and you have an okay year, and then, oh, that's our guy in the first round. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know the whole situation there, but uh, it did seem a little strange to me, that pick. It did. Can't lie, it definitely did. But what about, uh, you know, let me ask you, what's your assessment thus far of Javon Holland? He's average at best. I don't, I, I don't see this coup that they got this guy that's going to be some great corner eventually. You know, I mean, he makes some plays and he misses a lot. I mean, you know, there's no one in that defensive backfield that I'm giving high praises to. Well, well he's a safety. I mean, he's your, he's your main safety, and yeah. he's really supposed to be like the Minka replacement. And that's the guy well, that they got to replace that, I Minka. That was Iggy. Is that the Iggy no, guy? No, he's a corner. No, he's a corner. Yeah. Iggy's a corner. Well, what? Yeah. Yeah, he's a corner. He, that, that's why I said to you, like, and, and, and like, if you look at that touchdown pass, I mean, he had really good coverage on the guy. The guy just went up and grabbed the ball. The guy had height over him, and he did. Um, yeah, he, he, he obviously he's struggling coverage-wise. But my point that I need is, like, I don't see any of these other guys – that you've had no. starting over him playing any better. I mean, they, you know, this guy you drafted so high. I mean, I don't really see any of these other guys playing playing well at all in that secondary, which is supposed I, to be I've so great. So much effort put into a defensive backfield that it's still a mess. Yeah, that's, that's so what I'm saying. Money, like it's it, so much effort, and it's just it's a mess. And, I mean, know, that's that, where you just, basically did this, you know? Money at this. Yeah, I know. Nick, you know, you have Nick Needham. They play him like he's a superstar. Byron Jones, I mean, you know, he's getting paid like through the roof. He's been better almost than Xavier sometimes. But Xavier Howard, I don't know what's going on with him. He looked so lackluster in that Tampa game, and then to say, and then all of a sudden he was hurt, and he's not taking the trip. 
I don't know what's going on. I really don't. You know, a lot of yeah, this has the- to do with the fact, like you said, you you know, you put all your money, your highest paid guy is, is, is your quarterbacks. Uh, can you win that and, way? And, and we keep losing, Pat. Guys like him are going to quit. Like, they're not even going to try. You know, it's going to get worse and worse. They'll be faking injuries, not not giving 100%. You know, you don't know what's going to well, happen. Rich, is, well, Rich, is, that's what I brought up. I don't know if we're not there yet now. Yeah, that's what I said are. at the opening of the show. I mean, it, yeah. it, you might be there now. He looked absolutely terrible, like he didn't even want to be in that Tampa game. Like he no, didn't he even want to be. be there. And then you no. you can't tell me the fact that they had to travel eight hours to London. They, you can't tell me that didn't factor in somehow. I never understood yeah. the rule. That if you're injured, you don't travel with the team. I never understood that anyway. And some great coaches uh, yeah, follow yeah. that. Tom Coughlin yeah. follows that. You're I injured, don't. you don't travel. I never understood that. You can't tell me that a quarterback or anybody can't pick something up being around there. I think some coaches George think Allen. like it's... George Allen didn't let Sonny Jurgensen go to Super Bowl Seven. But He was injured? I think, yeah, he's injured or benched, and he wasn't in the team picture and wasn't allowed to go. Yeah. So you, know, I just, you know, some some coaches think that it just, it just puts a bad aura around to have an injured guy there. I never really understood that, like I said. But you can't tell me no, that man. that didn't factor in a little bit as far as, you know, I don't want to go. I, I don't think to. he wanted to go. I wouldn't want to go. I, I, don't, I, wouldn't, well, I wouldn't want to go either. You know, your team's one and four. You, know, you, you got to go there. You know, it's ridiculous. I mean, I guess there's a couple ways of looking at it. It probably is a nice experience for some of these players to go to a place they've never been. The fans probably treat you like it's a Super Bowl. And, you know, so I get that. But when you're a veteran guy who's been there so many times, like Xavier Howard has, because the Dolphins go yeah. there every year, they'd go there twice three times if they were allowed. Uh, they, they'd play half their home games there if they got enough of an incentive to do so. Oh, 100%. So, yeah. so, you know, you can't tell me he doesn't want to go. I just don't think he wants to ready, go. Get ready for Germany. That's the next one, supposedly. Yeah, 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 I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> so, you know, this, this is the situation that we're in here. And, uh, you know, Atlanta coming to town. Atlanta can play football. I don't know what Atlanta we're going to get. They're a strange team. I still believe that their quarterback is the biggest mistake of the Parcells era. I I believe that. I think that, you know, everybody likes to talk about it wasn't a great quarterback year. Well, there's two guys that went to Super Bowls that won MVPs that came out of that first round. And Matt Ryan would have been. The Jake Long was a a cop-out pick. We know that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the biggest mistake they made. I think that you know you you may argue that Matt Ryan wasn't a number one pick. I don't I don't know if I buy that. I really don't. I mean, he's obviously true. If you went back to the draft, you'd fight over him and Flacco for one too. Sure. So so you know I so, but but you know I'm, I'm going astray a little bit. But yeah, he's coming to town. But it just reminds me of that every time because he was a franchise quarterback, and he's still in the league. He's still in the league, and he's still starting. And he's still performing, too, I might add. Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, and he was 28-3 away from winning a Super Bowl. another franchise quarterback we gave up on that's actually starting for Tennessee, if you didn't know tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and yeah. we've talked you know, about Tannehill a lot. Yeah. He's a garbage. You know? I know. You know, that was a very weird stay with the Dolphins. It really was. Which, you know, now that you brought that up, I will say, I think the closest the Dolphins ever came was that 2017 playoff team against Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think that they were real close. This is where, you know, we we talk about, like, you know, the Tannebaum, uh, Drassel. They had, they were very close to turning the corner there, and they broke the whole thing up. They broke it all up. Because they, Tannebaum, they didn't want to pay anybody. It started off with the Jarvis Landry and Gase. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen on a football field. No, it's not. You're setting the precedent so you don't have to sign him. Yeah. I've seen a lot worse than that. 
And they went after Rasheed Jones. They ruined his career. You know? The guy was uh, uh, professional. You never heard a peep out of the guy until they screwed yeah. with him. You know? They they dismantled that whole team. That team was pretty good. And if Tanner, yeah. if Tannehill didn't get hurt, they had a shot in that Pittsburgh game, believe it or not. Yeah, they did. I mean, they had a shot with Matt Moore if it wasn't for that really knockout and, yeah, and, and that, that knockout penalty. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen anything like that. We're going to knock your yeah, quarterback out on, on a late hit, and then we're going to penalize you 25 yards. Never <laughs> seen anything like that. I know. That was ridiculous. I know. Yeah. But if, if you look at the core of that team and where they were, that's the closest they've been in a long, long time. Well, no, they, they screwed it up by not, you know, and I don't know how much Tannehill himself had to do with it, but his knee should have been operated on that November. The, the, the healing without the surgery nonsense was ridiculous. And then, of course, the next training camp, he blows it out, and then he's out for like a year and a half. And that was like, you know, that was so ridiculous. There was no reason for that. I think a lot of that falls on him. I do. I, I, I think he chose that. I do. I know it's easy to blame them for it, but I think ultimately I, – You don't I, think I they think had anything had to do with this? Yeah, had something, but I think that it was more him. I do. Now that I know more about him moving forward and the way that he is, I, I kind of think that he decided to go that route. But okay, well. regardless, your quarterback's your quarterback. But I'm talking about the yeah. mainstay in that whole team. They really broke up that whole that whole yeah, team and that whole core, and I thought that they were they were really sniffing the surface of something, you know. And and now to look where you're at now, you know, you rebuilt it again, and now you're rebuilding again. I mean, it's just it's insane. Like you said last yeah, week, have, get ready for the next uh, five year plan. Yeah, I don't have more patience for a five year plan again. I really don't. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm done with the scrap. You know. Yeah. It's unbelievable. A five-year plan yeah. last three, you know? I know. I know. So that's what we're looking at. Atlanta Falcons coming to town. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not expecting much. I'll tell you that. Not expecting much. We'll see. We'll see what kind of team so we're, we're, shows we're, up. Know, seriously, I don't see anybody worse than us in football right now. That's how bad we're playing. We're playing uninspired. And let's not forget about all the penalties. We didn't mention that. Highest, I mean, highest penalized highest, team. I'm glad you brought that up. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Highest penalized team in the NFL. That's all on Flores. That's all all on Flores. Flores. Yeah, that is. That's terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. You're right. That's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up because that all falls on him. Yeah, you know, it's it's hard to watch. It really is. Yeah. You know, when the Raiders were the most penalized team, at least they were winning. Yeah, no, no, I know. I said that last week, right? Losing end of that, you're that. Yeah, when you're losing like that, then you know it's it's tough to watch. That's right. And, like and you know, penalties all the times. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one thing, personal foul. I mean, just like the the offside is ridiculous. Yeah. Tough, tough to watch this team. It really is. Yep. But we will, and we will report. I hope they got all the fish and chips out of the way now, you know? Maybe we could take a few years off from this, you know? Did you have a good time, Ross? Did you you have a great time over there? Did you get it all out of your system? Well, we shall see. We will be watching, and uh, we will report as usual. We'll see you next Monday, everybody, on the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Thank you.